What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Jenkins and Jones is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. Tons of reasons why I love betting the NFL on FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's fast, safe and secure, and it has fast payouts as quick as two hours. There's also so many bet types, including same-game parlay bets, live betting, player props, and futures. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they'll be sharing all season long on our podcast. If you've been listening along, you've heard a lot of those. There's risk-free bets and same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds markets, and more. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now and sign up with promo code J&J so they know we sent you. That's j J. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See full terms and conditions at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Monday, November 29th, and we have got a lot to talk about because we haven't talked. Well, we haven't talked on the podcast in a week. We still talked. We're friends off the podcast. We talked a whole so, lot, actually. A lot of group yeah, chat. Yeah, that's Yeah. We, t- we talked a lot of stupid shit in the group chat. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good friends, the Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. 
Hey, everybody, how's it going? I'm Guardy B, a.k.a. Mike, and I almost accidentally just flipped your guys' um, Twitter names. <laughs> <laughs> My dog is out of it, man. Bro, this man, <laughs> this man went to bed at 5 a.m. last night. He is in hell right now, okay? We're doing great. We're still, we're definitely still young enough to live too. like this. <laughs> uh, we did, we have gotten a couple of comments that people are still having trouble keeping your guys' voices apart, which may have something to do with the fact that when we intro your voices, neither of you talk with your actual voices. <laughs> well, that's on them to figure out. <laughs> but the thing is, said Tyler. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I talk like a hashtag, like I said in the group chat. Like, you know what I'm saying? All my words. I, you know, I have no spaces in between my fucking words. They run together. It's very yeah. obvious who's who. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, that was John. <laughs> I just do that the whole podcast. <laughs> I talk like fucking Ned Flanders, bro. My voice geeky as fuck. Like, I call anytime someone's ever made that comment to me, I always call them racist. <laughs> I don't care if they're white, if they're black, if they're Asian. It's like, oh, you can't tell John and Tyler apart, you racist motherfucker. I think the thing is, like, I twi- I think I write different from how I talk, you feel me? Like I'm thinking out shit while I'm talking, but when I write, it's a full thing, you know, it's generally a full thought. With Tyler, you know what I'm saying? He tweets just like he talks. This nigga has takes ready at all times, you know what I'm saying? So like, if you think, if you see a nigga, if you hear a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Trying to figure out what he wants to say on here, it's me, motherfucker John, okay? (laughs) Tyler knew what he was gonna say the last lifetime, my nigga, okay? This is the third time on this planet, all right? <laughs> um, it was a, it was a, we, we may have picked, I mean, it was good to take the middle of the week off for the holiday, but um, we missed quite a bit of crazy shit. Obviously, the three of us have been talking about, we haven't got a chance to talk about it on the podcast. Um, did the Braun Isaiah Stewart thing happen, I think, like a couple hours after we recorded our last episode? <laughs> yeah. I it, think it, so. was, it was like, it was like right, right, right after. Um, obviously that's had a chance to play out a little bit with the fines and everything else and Braun getting his first ever suspension, which is wild. Um, what did, what did you, what did you guys think of that? How, how, how are we, we feeling? I still don't believe he hit him in the face intentionally. I think he was trying to rip his, his arm off his body and caught him in the back, you know, caught him in the face with the back of his hand. I don't believe he was trying to hit him personally. Um, I think. You know, it's, it's clear as hell Brown was throwing that bow to get some separation. I think he was at the point now where it's like, if this motherfucker's on the receiving end of it, so be it. I think that's where Brown was at at that very moment. Like, you saw him do the whole lip bite frustration shit. Like, like you know what I'm saying? When you do that and let an elbow go, you don't give a fuck where it lands after that. I think, like, the thing is, like, yeah, it was a get the fuck off me, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, but he didn't, but he didn't mean it to end with the fist. He meant it to end with the elbow. You know what I mean? It just so happened, you know, Isaiah's face got in the way of bronze fist you know it's not it's not bronze fault <laughs> he was just trying to get him off but yeah he was he definitely meant to get him up off him and it, it was it was a foul he meant to foul him he just didn't mean, mean to punch him in his shit but he did punch him in his shit so he deserved the the suspension you know what i mean i think the intention was not that though you know what i'm saying it's wild to see isaiah and how he reacted though do y'all think Isaiah really wanted, to, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he got to Brian, it was really going to be what it looked like it was going to be? Uh, 
I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess he <laughs> wanted to fight Rod. I think after after um he saw he was bleeding is when he kind of really lost his shit, which yeah. is understandable. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's had, a normal reaction. He What's had the, to me, he had the Nelson months. He he said yeah. he made me bleed my own blood, and then he went fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. You do this, and you have a handful of blood. You know, everybody's gonna react like that. He wanted his yeah. issue. You feel me? What's crazy to me is the first time I saw the clip, I thought Braun cracked this shit with the elbow. But then I saw the replay, and he cracked this shit with the backhand. That motherfucker is strong as hell. God damn. How you draw blood with a pimp slap? I, I ain't never seen no shit like that. That opened him up closed, in two though. places with the back of his hand, bro. That, that fist was closed, bro. That was a fist, nigga. That was a fist, my G. He punched it. And then this, I remember this Ami right here, that shit right here. I mean, you see him boxing and shit, bro. Like, I, I, I tweeted this, but I was playing once, got a, got a bow right there. Barely felt it in half my On the eyebrow. Face. You're saying on the eyebrow. On the eyebrow. Barely felt yeah. it. It didn't even hurt. And I needed, I only needed four stitches, but half my face was full of blood. You know what I mean? In college. You know what I'm saying? Like, the nigga that did it was actually in tears. Like, oh my God, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But it's, yeah. it, look, it looks way better than what it is. And I think, oh boy, barely felt it too. And was like, what the fuck, nigga? Then he saw his face, saw, he felt, saw the blood in his hands, and he was like, okay. But I, I think, bro. I think, bro. You, you. I think Isaiah Stewart is crazy enough to be scary, but I don't think he's crazy enough to fight the fucking face of the league for the last fucking twenty years. You know, that's a different type of crazy nigga. You know what I mean? Like, so I felt the same way, and I tweeted, I tweeted something to that extent. And a friend of mine who has uh, coached Isaiah Stewart hit me up and was like, "You are wrong." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, I, I said, look, I mean, you know better than me, but. I also know that NBA players don't fight. It costs them too much money, you know, everything else. And he responded. He just said he does not give a fuck <laughs> about any of that shit, bro. And some dudes are like that. It's not a lot of them who make it all the way up to a pro league, but some dudes are like that. So I don't, I don't know. I don't question whether he'll fight, but a lot comes with fighting, Bron. A lot more than just fighting, nigga. A lot more than just fighting a 6'8", 260 motherfucker, which is a lot already. <laughs> You know, what optimistically, I mean? you know, you know, 37 I mean? year old father of three with the, with the old man, angry dad strength setting in too, right? On top of being a cyborg. And, and, and I don't think yeah. Brian wanted to fight because I don't think that's him. But I think I don't, I don't think anybody wants to fight Brian either. You know what I mean? Like, that's still a mm-hmm. big motherfucker. I, I will say Isaiah went right over his assistant coach. Like, you know what I mean? There was no like, oh, I better. I mean, he he shouldered straight into the chest of his assistant coach when he was on his Derrick Henry run. <laughs> he broke like yeah. six tackles trying to get to that. Man. There was no holding me back in Isaiah Stewart. I respect that. There's no, hold me back. I don't hold me back. None of that was in that motherfucker. That, you know what I'm saying? So, but I think, I mean, once you get up to Brian, I don't know, bro. That's, that's a, I mean. <laughs> I don't want to fight him. And his canner doesn't want to fight him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit. <laughs> I don't want to fight none of these niggas. <laughs> these monsters. But I'm just saying, I don't know. A lot comes with fighting Brian, baby. You know what I mean? Like you gonna you gonna throw away your whole shit. You gonna you, you gonna be in China <laughs> playing, playing for the, the the Shanghai whatever, nigga. You you want to do that shit, Shanghai Sharks? That's what you want to be. Shanghai, next- whatever. Right. You're starting forward right. for the right. Shanghai, whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what we gonna think about you, Isaiah. Who, motherfucker? Shit. <laughs> That's what you gonna be. You trying to do that shit? I don't know, bro. I don't know. So. Um. All right. Well, there's been one other big topic of conversation regarding uh, Braun with this. He, he he. I had just have to see this as him joining up with John in a hatred of Indianapolis um, 
that he on the road got two white people in Indianapolis kicked out of courtside seats. I knew as soon as I saw the clip of him pointing him, I knew they said some crazy shit because he does not usually. He's never done that. He's never he done did, that. He does not usually, you know, well, these guys, I mean, they can get people kicked out in a more subtle way. But when someone actually stops the game. You know what I mean? Get these they motherfuckers out of here. I ain't never seen I'm not I'm not playing another second until these motherfuckers are out of here, you know? And what was crazy was on the internet.com, people actually were defending the people before they found out what they said, which is like, what did you think they said? You thought they said he's a bum or something? Like But I think people still were the people that were defending them still were defending them afterwards. It's a particular like, type of motherfucker that wouldn't see that and not know that some dumb shit would, that's some evil shit. I ain't gonna say dumb, evil shit evil. was said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, Bron has been the most hated player in the league since fucking, since that summer 2010 after the decision. You know, the shit that he has heard his whole fucking career, you know, going back to Cleveland of all places, you know, going back to Miami where, where there's some fans there who still hate him, you know, for leaving. You know, for him to lose his shit like that, you know he heard some foul shit. And, you know, you know, like you said, John, the people who are still siding with them, you know, they hate Braun regardless. And there is nothing that they think anyone can do to cross a line to, you know, disrespect Braun. So fuck those people, too. I mean, go ahead. Mike, you about to say something? I was just going to say, I think also even taking Braun out of it because the same stuff came up with Russ in um, in Utah. There is definitely a kind of white sports fan that strongly believes that if they buy a ticket, everything after that is their product that they have already purchased. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I could say whatever I want. I could do whatever I want. I could get drunk and be as big of an asshole as I want. Um, those kind of fans, quite honestly, aside from the cost are actually a bigger part of why we don't take our kids to a lot of sporting events, like pro sporting events. I prefer taking them to high school and college stuff because it's less, is less of that. You know what I mean? I don't care if you're a baseball game, a football game or NBA game. Like there's people who just like, I don't care if your six-year-old son is sitting in front of me. I'm going to yell this foul shit at a millionaire for the entire game. And so mm-hmm. you couple that kind of fan with the emotions that exist about Braun. Yeah, it's, I'm honestly almost unfortunately surprised that this doesn't happen more often. It's a sports fan that's never had getting punched in the face as a consequence. Yes. You know what I mean? And we really need to work on that, okay? As a society... You know, we should allow more punching in the motherfucking face. The NBA need to figure that shit out where a motherfucking get their ass skull dragged on national motherfucking television for saying some wild, evil shit. You know what I mean? I would love to see Savannah one-on-one with that motherfucking devil. You know what I mean? (laughs) That devil. That 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 jackal. That (laughs) That devil kissing a jackal in the mouth couple. With that motherfucking devil. You know, that demon. I would love to see her exercise that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? In a one-on-one situation. You feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get that evil up out of her. You know what I mean? And see how 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 smug and how how big her motherfucking mouth is after that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I, I I've been dealing with like you know I've been wondering how would I how would I figure out uh, somebody bullying my child? And one of the options I thought of maybe I'll beat that child's dad ass in front of that child and be like this is your fault little motherfucker you know what i'm saying you gonna you know you're gonna calm your ass down talking to my shorty or i'm gonna beat your dad's ass again you feel me that's probably not the way you know what i mean but if somebody would have stuck that motherfucker that dude she was with <laughs> and blamed it on her i would i wouldn't been mad at that either you know what i'm saying like there has to be some consequences for motherfuckers being out here talking sideways in that way 
you 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 do he threaten a lot. You 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 wish death upon his child and think that's cool. Motherfucker, motherfuckers get killed for less. You know what I mean? If we if, if, if listen, if for real, if somebody would have said that shit out in the open, butt naked in the wild, and that motherfucker is not breathing after that, I I understand that shit. You feel what I'm saying? And so they out here saying this shit in games. They need to get their motherfucking ass drug up and down the street. One good time, and they'll shut the fuck up, and I guarantee that shit. That's the medicine they need. It's an ass whooping, you feel me? We we, we need our tests and, and Stephen Jackson on hand on hand at as much games as possible to restore this type of order. Which yeah, but um but going to restore to, the know, order. Yeah. But going to like like you know, going off what you said and what Mike said about how we don't see this shit at like high school games. And it goes back to how motherfuckers know there will be consequences if you say this shit at a high school game. Like if you say, yo, hey, 28, you're a fucking bum. Get off the field. 28's pops is going to come see you. You're going to talk to someone about that. Yeah, right. Right. Number 28's pops is going to come see you in those fucking bleachers if you're talking that reckless. So, yeah, I mean, (laughs) that's, you know, people say violence isn't the answer, but it it is. Oh, it is. It is. There's nuance to life. And violence is the answer sometimes. Violence is frequently the answer. Uh, Violence is very frequently the answer. And that John's going through the same thing I am that I did as a dad, where he it, you have to figure out ways to translate your love into things other than violence. Because I used to do sometimes. the same thing when my kids were babies. Like, I wish someone would bump this fucking stroller right now. And you know, <laughs> you just Bro. don't know how to you don't know how to express it. There's the power of your love otherwise than like I will take someone's head off their body for you, you little baby. <laughs> when, when, when I'm when I'm driving and shit, you know what I mean? Like with my shorty. I don't know how everybody drives like a dickhead. And I was one of them dickheads. I don't see why a motherfucker didn't snatch me out my whip and beat my motherfucking ass. I was real lucky. You know what I mean? <laughs> I be thinking like, nigga, motherfucker, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you remember the story Mero told when he was on here about yeah. being in the parking and, lot with bro, this kid. And I'm surprised some dad didn't do me bad out here, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Cause nigga, like, but yeah, I get it, bro. Like, but th- I mean, to say something like that out loud, bro, you're evil. You're evil. That's demonic shit. And whatever comes with that, comes with that. And I ain't got no sympathy for you. And it can go anywhere with it. And I ain't got no sympathy. Fuck that. You know what I mean? And she looked like it was like, whoa, it's me. I get kicked out of the game for, you know, wishing death on a child. Nigga, get your ass whooped, please. Somebody drag this motherfucker. There should be somebody on hand. If not our test, we should have somebody on hand with them hands at all times. Ready to beat a fan's ass on the way out the motherfucking arena. You know what I'm saying? I think Tyler made a real Tyler like kind of blew my mind though, making his point about it, it really is all about consequences. And the the smaller the interaction, the greater the consequence, right? <clears throat> if someone said something like that to any of us individually, obviously you know what's gonna happen, right? If you say that at a high school game, 90% chance or whatever, right? Someone's going to get it. And, mm. and an NBA game, who knows how many people at that game said the same shit and then just were far enough away that they couldn't hear them or whatever. Mm. Twitter.com, no one could do shit to you. You're sitting at home, you know, on, on the thing. Like, so Bunch of it's bullies. wild. It's, 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 it's wild that you, as you remove that out, and I think it, it also kind of gets in part to why – some of the moral codes of religions were created by people in power 
that they're like, we got to find a way to make people because we gonna get our ass. That sword is right here. (laughs) (laughs) Because otherwise, yeah, for sure. It'll be a nigga and some hulkers (laughs) talking shit to your ass on Twitter. (laughs) You know what I mean? When they really would get their ass beat in real life, it wasn't for these moral codes, nigga. Fuck that. It's like, oh well, if you do that, you're gonna go to hell. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) What 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 be? But shit, let it be what it's gonna be. Then fuck it. (laughs) Haven't seen born Uh, anyway. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Let's die. Let's uh, down here. You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) Fuck you, man. Let's talk about the dunk of the year uh, and the man who tried to ruin it, Um, Anthony Edwards. Let's talk about another devil. Another devil. <laughs> Trying to ruin the game. Get that man away from the league. Get him away from basketball. He's taking away the artistry. Okay. You know. I want to propose that if a dunk is good enough, it should over and they should put this in writing. If a dunk is good enough to make the opposing team's bench lose their mind, it overrides all the other rules of basketball. Yes. If you didn't dribble if he's in, in the restricted zone, like if he took a charge, if you make the, your opponent's teammate cheer for you, <laughs> the dunk counts automatically. Yes, yes, that's a good rule of thumb. I fully endorse that. Where's my fucking gavel? <laughs> Sustain, nigga. Sustain. <laughs> but yeah, man, fuck that ref, man. Fuck taking charges on dunks for one. Let's let's go to the root cause of this shit. Like that's what well, this is that's a some fucking Duke Blue uh, shit. Yeah, that's what I say. This, this isn't fucking shit. Cameron Indoor, <laughs> motherfucker. This is the NBA. <laughs> right. You are a millionaire. Why are you doing Get this? Get the fuck bro? out of here, Shane Batty Yang, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you over with that. Raise yeah, hand. For real. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, dog? He jumped over a human. Even by the rules of the game, I don't think that's a charge. Just his feet were up. But, dog, it's not his fault. He's more athletic than everybody else, nigga. You know what I'm saying? He had the ability to, to, to jump from outside the restricted area. I don't know how anybody that enjoys basketball sees that and then wants to take that away from somebody. That's a jealous-ass, hateful motherfucker. His friends need to watch him. <laughs> his friends need to watch him. That's the egg, you know what I'm saying? That's a his friends need to mow the grass so they can <laughs> right. see the snakes. See the snake. That's an evil motherfucker, bro. You know, the, the NBA need to mow the grass. That's a devil. That's a devil. <laughs> That's a devil. <laughs> flat out. Flat out. That's a devil. They gonna mow the grass. That's a devil. He's a devil in their own front yard. Bro, get that motherfucker out of there, dog. He is, should not be in the game. He is ruining that shit. That motherfucker jumped over a human and boomed on their ass. How you see that and think wrong? If you see that and think wrong, you don't you don't you, you don't understand basketball, baby. You know what I'm saying? He put the crease between his testicles directly on that man's <laughs> nose bridge. We and call it the gooch around these parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gooch? He put the gooch on that the man's gooch. nose. <laughs> he put the gooch on the <laughs> <laughs> you heard the suction when the motherfucking nose fit right in the Gucci. <laughs> At that moment in time, no higher power is on the side of the Gucci, e, and the official should not, you know, take his side. It's just it, it is yeah. that's the natural law of man. Mike, imagine the energy of a motherfucker to see that and to do this. <laughs> imagine <laughs> this is like that's your response. You really like that's what you thinking when you see that? 
That's some bro. I'm like, that's a devil. So when I first saw the clip, I didn't know that it had been called that's an offensive. That's a devil. <laughs> the E-B-I-L, that, that's the devil. <laughs> shit, we got to get country with that shit. That's a backwood devil shit. That's a devil. <laughs> Fuck you mean? That's the real devil. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. This Cyber Monday, nobody has a better deal than FanDuel. New customers get $50 in free bets when they sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook. No deposit required. That's right. Sign up from November 26th to November 29th, and you'll receive $50 in site credit free. Uh, I know what I would bet on. Uh, I would bet on a Lakers game, and I would bet that it's going to go terrible for them because that is what the world looks like right now, which has me miserable. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. The app is easy to use. They're always hooking sports fans up with great offers. And when you win, you'll get paid in as little as two hours. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code J&J to get $50 in free bets. That's promo code J&J. That's J ampersand J. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in seven days after receipt. Offers non-transferable terms apply. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Um, let's talk for a minute about Ennis Cantor. Uh, did you see uh, Shams just broke the news right before we started recording? He's getting his citizenship done. And apparently, when you do that, you have the the ability to change your name, which I did not know. It does make sense because uh, I know a lot of families that came through Ellis Island and, you know, a lot of people in the process of moving into America ended up with a different last name or whatever the fuck else. Um, but Ennis Cantor has chosen the name Ennis Cantor Freedom to be his new name, um, which is a swing. <laughs> That's a pretty big swing. Bro. A lot of subtlety there. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean you know even though i I might think that um ennis is on some some dumb shit with a lot of the shit that he's doing especially Thanks, going yeah, to LeBron. Yeah. yeah um you know yeah it's it's america you have the right to be called what you want to be called so if that's what he wants to roll with good for him also what he came from too i get it man i respect yeah. the hell out of it you know i mean that's bigger than his yeah. takes on Bron. you know what i'm saying like yeah. his 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 background and what he's dealing with in his home country so yeah man do that shit i i really have no no ill will for him. You sound silly when you say it, but you know, fuck it. You know what's going on is crazy. If he's trying to make a bigger point, he's trying to get all up in his freedom. You know what I mean? Do that, please. Do get all up in your freedom. You know. What um, I'm saying? But I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I agree with you guys. No one. Um, I mean, at least in my experience, the most patriotic people that that I meet are not like super conservative Fox News people. It's immigrants. You know what I mean? Who I mean, like, you, like you talk about people who immigrated to America from Southeast Asia and stuff. Those people love America. Go to South Florida. You know what I mean, go to Miami. Yeah, you see a lot of very patriotic motherfuckers. You know what I'm There's saying? People who they've been through stuff where they live that it's like they're like, we'll take these problems. Right, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> Whatever. Also, fuck. fuck some of the <laughs> politics, but at the same time, I get it to a degree. You know what I mean? Um. All right, John. You, you got? Did you guys both watch King Richard? I know you guys wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I peeped it. You ain't peeped it. I peeped yeah, I know it. You had a busy week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen anything. You and that ankle been fighting. Succession. Silly fuck ass this dude. ankle. Yeah, man. You, but no, no, Mike. I don't want to say fuck you, but fuck you, man. You was pushing that shit off 
for we for too way too long, nigga. You supposed to get that shit checked out. And let's let's oh, that's, that's a bigger point. Yeah, don't be don't push it off like that. You know what I'm saying? You got people that fuck with you. Ain't no telling what that shit is, dog. If it was some real shit, I'd, I'd have beat your ass. We'd have been fighting, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we would square it off with some real shit. You don't push that shit off. You know what I'm saying? I don't like. I had something wrong. Just so people like understand. People understand what's happening. I had something wrong with my ankle, and I was going to try and uh, not have it medically addressed for longer than I should have. I don't like <laughs> that like shit, man. John was, Take care of that John shit. was texting me on Thanksgiving. He was going to beat me up if I didn't go see a doctor. Bro, so, man. Uh, anyway. I'll be telling my niggas, if you die, I'm going to kill you. Right <laughs> 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 out. Don't do that, bro. Take care of yourself, bro. Get out here, get that shit checked out. Don't be pushing that shit off. Fuck that. We got insurance now, bro. <laughs> Lean in, lean in. Shit. I told my, I told when I, when I went in on Friday morning, I told my doctor that you had said that and that you said, we have insurance now. She thought that was very funny. A, <laughs> she, she was like, you have real, it. Though. Like <laughs> it's real though, man. Shit. You got motherfuckers that love you. Don't do that for yourself. Do it for the other people around you. You know what I'm saying? Hate hearing All shit right. like that. I went to the doctor. Thank you for being a good friend. Let's, let's talk about the movie. <laughs> And Mike, you might have beat my ass too, but I would have tried, nigga. I don't know. He can be my one for what? <laughs> now you you would have had a real easy time with me right now, bro. <laughs> you would have took one step to the side, and I would have just fell over. <laughs> literally, literally a one legged man in the asking. Okay, oh, yeah. literally. I would have got that ass though. Yeah, but them shoulders, them shoulders are something to deal with. I just say that. I give you credit for them. <laughs> my cardio would outlast you though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, King Richard, go. Tyler. Um I liked it. I I hate that it's going to make me be this guy cuz I fucking hate this guy that I'm about to be. The whole because you know the buzz for it was was through the roof. People were saying like this is perhaps Will's greatest performance. And I was like, I mean, it's a hype. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't, I wasn't y'all blown away in particular. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I wasn't blown away particularly in it, so I'm totally being the, I don't see what the big deal about this is. I'm being that fucking asshole, and I hate that guy. But that's my honest take on it. Because, so because, it, those, that, because that fucking guy usually says that shit about everything that's worth the hype. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like they are full of shit when they say that. I don't say all the big deal. Motherfucker, yes, you do. You just want to be different. But I am not trying to be different here. I, I just, I don't think it, it was a good movie, but it didn't exceed the hype, I would say. So what did you, if you, did, if, if you weren't that into Will's performance, what did you, what did you like about it? Um, I thought it was, I thought the, the time frame that they focused on was, 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 was perfect. It focused on the very first, you know, it, it cut off at the very first, um, after the very first professional match Venus played. So I thought that was a very good, I think that's a story that we don't hear a lot about, mm-hmm. you know, as uh, um, in regards to, you know, the upbringing and all that. Like, we know about it, of course, you know, it's probably the greatest fucking sports story in American history, how these two girls from Compton went on to be, you know, these fucking tennis gods. Yeah. But, yeah, so... um. I I I didn't I didn't know where they were gonna cut the story off at, but I think that ending it after her first match was perfect. The story was really good. You can't deny the story. It's, it's hard to mess up a story that good. Like you said, it's one of the best stories in history of sports. That's an incredible fucking yeah. story. So the story's really good. I mean, I didn't I didn't. I mean, it's it's for me as a country motherfucker that grew up around really country motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like that that accent he had. 
what you know what I'm saying? So like I wasn't Will Smith was not the biggest part. The, 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 no. the accent you didn't buy the accent. I mean it's it's really hard to to for to, to, for me, you know what I'm saying? Like to to believe a country accent. You know what I mean? For that accent, I, I truly believe a southern accent is the hardest accent to nail. For real, that. you know what I'm saying? We've seen so many motherfuckers fumble with that shit. Yeah, well, because yeah. it's like, not Keanu vocal. Reeves and, and Devil Advocate. What the fuck was that? That, that movie was, was good, worst. though. That was, yeah, it was I a good-ass movie, movie, but that though. fucking accent, oh, my yeah. God. My favorite accent of all time is Nick Cage in uh, Con Air because he didn't even try to, like, make it consistent. He was just <laughs> like, I'm just going to. But at the same time, I do. I almost think that's a more accurate southern accent because you're right. Like, it, I think what makes it so hard is it's it's not a vocal accent. It's like physical mm-hmm. and emotional. And so you have to be acting into the way you're talking just to talk authentically that way. You know right. what I mean? And Nick Cage was just like, I'm just going to, you know, swing as hard as I can <laughs> every time. I'm not going to try and be right. an actor about it. I'm going to try and be a weirdo. <laughs> and they go to like a stereotypical country accent. There's so many different type of accents. You know what I mean? Like within families, within immediate families, people talk different. You know what I'm saying? So when you're going hella hard with it, you can just tell a country nigga from somebody that ain't a country nigga. You know what I mean? And it's really hard for Will Smith, a nigga from Philly, who throws up when he's fucking. <laughs> We're going to get there. <laughs> Trying to be. We're going to get there. Let's talk about the movie first. <laughs> <laughs> who barfing on the pussy. It's a country nigga because a country nigga ain't barking on that shit, dog. I just don't believe it's hard to believe. So, like, it was a great movie. I wouldn't say it's just he didn't do a bad job, but like, you know, you know, that and that and that and his particular particular accent is is very much him, the 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 the, you know, Richard is the the pops, you know what I'm saying? So, I eh, but I mean, it was it was a great movie, it was a great movie. I do want to say this real quick though, check out Kevin Hart's shit. That shit really good, bro. And I ain't, I, bro. You know, I, I, ain't, I don't think that nigga funny for real. You know what I'm saying? I, I haven't watched the special in like eight years. You know what I mean? Like, I do like Soul Plane, so that might. I don't know how y'all feel about that. <laughs> but, but that's a hood classic, though. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know it's not a good movie. It's a. It's There's a good, no movies movie. that Snoop's in that I don't like. You, facts. <laughs> exactly. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, but like this, this is genuinely good. This is a. So really here's good my, here's fun. here's my question. And I have I haven't seen the movie yet, um, and I have sort of conflicted feelings because it's because I'm aware of his like family history that he had like other kids that he just was like later. And I like for it's, me as a man, I that really as you guys know, that's like I there's a there's a lot of things that are bad that I'd rather you do than that if I'm gonna <laughs> like still fuck with you, right? But I, I struggle generally as a sports writer with the parents that push their kids the hardest in real life are always the worst people. They are always the worst people. And yet we are never going to get a Venus and Serena Williams or a Tiger Woods without those parents, because there's no four year old who's like, I'm going to just drill on this shit incessantly. Right. There's always something in the kid that's met by something in the parent that leads to this sort of one in a billion shot that you get athletes like this in Venus and Serena's case, because they were these incredible young black kids playing in these super racist clubs. Of course, I've always been rooting for them. Venus still to me is probably my, maybe behind people that I know personally, my favorite female athlete. Mm-hmm. Like we'll always root for them, but definitely like conflicted feelings around putting this forward as a form of love 
that this is how you raise your kids. Because I don't believe in real life, if I were to take my kids out of school and raise them this way, I would not consider myself to be a good parent. So I'm always conflicted on that. Did the movie like grapple with that? Or was it just, these are girls who love their pops making a movie about how he allowed them to become the legends that they kind of turned into? It shows. And, go, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was gonna say it. It grappled lightly with it, if if that makes sense. It, um, I mean, it, it it showed one scene where he almost drove off on them because they were bragging after a tennis match, and um, you know, uh, they did address you know the whole him abandoning his families, but in a very light way. I mean, his 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 wife, you know, had a conversation with him about that. It was all of thirty forty five seconds, and. You but, can't put that in a movie about your dad that you made about your dad. Like, like exactly, obviously, ex- completely exactly. understand that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and that's and and going back to what you said, you we kind of have to you know factor in that this is a love letter from Serena and Venus to their dad too, right? So you know they probably don't see any fault in 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 the way that that you know he groomed them to be tennis athletes because it definitely didn't really shine doing in the movie. I would say you it seemed way more like like a letter of appreciation and love than than you know yo he was wilding sometimes, right? Right, like, right, was, right, right, right. Yeah. You saw what was in him or what, why he had what was in him to push them. You know what I mean? You're talking about what's in the parent that pushes the kid. You saw what was in him and why it was in him, and that was somewhat endearing. You know what I mean? They formed it in that way. They did talk about he wasn't the best. I mean, they highlighted he wasn't the best husband. You know, he wasn't right. was a good husband. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they didn't shy away from that. You know what I mean? Uh, and they did show a lot of love to their mom how, how their mom was a big part of their lives and pushing them as well. And how she approached it a different way, you know what I mean? But it also showed that, like, in certain times where he needed to calm his ass down, he did. You know what I mean? Help them to, uh, uh, to, 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 to move in the way they wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Like, her going pro was not his choice. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he was really, right. he, he moved in a way that was really trying to protect his kids from things that, he dealt with, he was dealing with while, you know what I'm saying, uh, raising, he's getting his ass whooped trying to, trying to, you know, trying to, uh, you know, push them and shit like that. Like physically really getting beat up um, yeah. in the areas he was in. So he's, a lot of it came from like being scared for his daughter. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think they, I mean, they, they like Tyler said, they, they, they touched upon it lightly, but I mean, you get the gist. I mean, I got the gist, you know what I'm saying? Of the type of person he was, but you know, they, 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 they did highlight the things they really appreciated about him. And that, I mean, obviously that makes sense. It's their movie about their dad, you know? So I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything other than that. It is what John just said is interesting. Like I, and I've always found that fascinating about him just in reading. I, I, uh, I, I get the best American sports writer, sports writing volume every year. And almost every year there's a story about one of the Williamses (laughs) in that book. So I've read like a lot of writing about them over the years. Um, And I think that that dichotomy in him is fascinating. He had this, hard-earned justified hatred of the racism and classism within that sport and yet he pushed his daughters into it at such a young age so he's being super protective but that's also where he's driving right like i i think that's a really fascinating i don't think you could ever explore that enough you know what i mean he he actually they actually touched on that he said he the reason he pushed them into tennis is because they weren't black people in it and he knew his girls would dominate angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home services marketplace They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. 
With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We are able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another health care provider. That's HealthLock.com. 
<laughs> and he, yeah. I mean, yeah. he had a particular plan, and a lot of things that he right. planned came true. Like he, he spoke directly to them shits. You know what I'm saying? So there's some there's some brilliance in how he moved, but yeah, really? like you said, there's some. I mean, he, see, the neighbors was calling the cops on him, and she was doing it for particular reasons based upon what they how they described yeah. it. But also, like, I would see the I would if I saw kids out there practicing in the rain in Southern Cal, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would think a particular way about a parent as well. Uh, I wouldn't call the cops. I'd be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I might mention yeah, something to about school with them, right. you know what I mean? So right. yeah, so I mean, it, it, it touched on that. But I mean, it seemed like they wanted they I, they shared a lot of the. I don't think you're that great, as great as they as they are, if you don't share some of that competitiveness. They shared a lot of that drive that he had to for them to be great. They shared that, you know yes. what I'm saying. Particularly Serena, where it was like, you know what I'm saying, like she wanted that motherfucking shit. You feel me? Uh, I mean, Venus too, but Serena like was seeing Venus be successful and like I, I, she she couldn't wait for her shot. She was grinding behind the scenes a lot of the time, so. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. I think I think people our age like Serena is she's a, she's like a, the best female athlete in the history of the world and like has a very good case for best athlete period. But yeah. I would she'll always be Venus's little sister to me yeah. because I was rooting so hard for Venus. And then when the takeover started happening, it was like. I'm an Ooh. older sibling as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, what? Like, <laughs> what? You know what I mean? And, 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 and she I think I think she felt a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, what I'm saying like. It, it was it was Venus was you know Venus was supposed to be the one you know what I'm saying and that's and Serena put that extra work in you could and it, sh- it highlights right. that you know what I'm saying so uh okay should we is it time to talk about Will Smith <laughs> Willard might as well Willard quote, Willard quote bring your ass here Willard quote, we got some t- we got some discussions to have <laughs> I had quote quote I had sex with so many women. And it was so constitutionally disagreeable to the core of my disagreeable being. Constitutionally disagreeable is a, a long, that, that, you know what I mean? That I developed a psychosomatic reaction to having an orgasm. It would literally make me gag and sometimes even vomit. Bro, uh, okay, well, at first, when did, it, when did it happen? I wonder when it happened. You, 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 you were the bad one. And y'all doing y'all thing. You finna, you finna ejaculate. <laughs> this is you and that's what's wild like dude in the 90s dog bro in night i had a better 99 in this nigga you know what i'm saying he was jealous of a ghost <laughs> you know what i mean and throwing up on pussy you know what i mean willard's whole life has been a lie dog it <laughs> his, has his whole shit yeah um i don't know where to start there's so much here <laughs> But first off, let's start with that fucking word salad of a quote. The the ill assault constitutionally disagreeable to the psychosomatic. I had a, a psychosomatic reaction and a projectile vomit. Motherfucker, why can't you just say I was getting so much ass I was disgusted with myself like a normal human for one? <laughs> because because you know, as sad as that might be, that shit still is a little cool, you know, if a motherfucker say that, right? Like like you know, a motherfucker saying, you know, I was getting so much ass, I started throwing up. Like that's a Gucci bar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like that's the shit Gucci would say, <laughs> right? And he made that shit sound he had too much uncool. Sauce, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, yeah, he had too much sauce, too much seasoning on that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, and one, I don't get. I mean, it's I don't. I can't imagine you busting a nut and puking at the same time. Like that is a special type of hell to be in. 
<laughs> like, and the poor woman who just experiences out of nowhere. I'm sure he didn't give them a warning. Like, um, yeah, there's a very good chance that uh, when I, uh, you know, ejaculate, I might uh, have a psychosomatic reaction. <laughs> I might have almost psychosomatic reaction against the core of my being, or that, that might, you know, culminate with some vomit on your, on your, on your, <laughs> on your breast, on your uh, person. <laughs> So, I might yeah. uh, turn into a six-month-old in the process of having sex with you. <laughs> I might make a boo-boo on your chest. <laughs> a mouth boo-boo. Which, uh, a mouth boo-boo. <laughs> Which, yeah, it, it, all, it all comes back to what John said. This motherfucker was living a lie. And he was so dedicated to living a lie that, you know, the, the thought of him, you know, being a, a, a philanderer, a, a womanizer, made him fucking vomit. You know what I mean? And that's some shit that he got to unpack for himself, bro. It's it's interesting. Like it like it's easy for like fame has never been desirable. You know what I mean? Since I was like never. maybe twelve. You know what I mean? I'm like this shit looks kind of whack. You know what I mean? So it's easy to make fame look trash, right? But to make getting pussy look trash, <laughs> to make that's fucking a, that's that, a that, bro, <laughs> that is a talent. You are skilled at ruining shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's think about it. This dude was the coolest celebrity in America when we were growing up. I wouldn't say coolest. But he was cool. But he, but of the people who were like, Tupac was coolest. No, okay, but of the people who were of of the of the dudes who were mainstream celebrities, right? It was like, oh damn, look, like Will Smith is cool as fuck. He's rich as fuck. You Fresh Prince was cool. I didn't know the difference as a kid between Fresh Prince and Will Smith, though. Bro, you know the, nigga, what I mean? the nigga that was Welcome to Miami was not cool to me, bro. Um, <laughs> not at all. The rapper was not album. cool. Yeah. Fresh Prince Very was fair. cool, you know what I mean? Um, he made being rich look shitty. He made being married to a beautiful woman look shitty. Look he scary. He made being a dad to talented kids look shitty. And I'm actually going to read you. I'm actually looking at the full quote in his book that this is from. And I actually, this may actually be worse. (laughs) Wait a minute. Did did you buy the book? No, 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 no. I'm using the internet. I'm using the internet nefariously. Uh, (laughs) Is there Uh, a Mikael going on right now? So this... This ain't Mike buying wheels. On the, we're on the dark webs, <laughs> getting bootleg memoirs right now. Fucking don't go. call the cops on me. I'll air them out in the front yard. Um, so the period he's talking about was after his first relationship with a girl named Melanie, she cheated on him. And so he was like a young celebrity. So he's describing what he went through trying to deal with that. So Hitch. So he's, he's a nigga from, so he is literally Hitch. The fuck? So he said, quote, I desperately needed relief, but as there is no pill for heartbreak, I resorted to the homeopathic remedies of shopping and rampant sexual intercourse. Up until this. Why is he talking like this? He's a human. He did human things. It's not homeopathic. Hold on. Homeopathic. That's how we define that shit. The fuck is up? Up until this point in my life, I had only had... I can't believe this quote hasn't gone viral. Hold on. I have to deliver this. I have to deliver this without laughing in the middle of this sentence. Hold on. Up until this point in my life, I had only had sex with one woman other than Melanie. But over the next few months, I went full ghetto hyena. What the... He talking like a white man. 
What the fuck? Who is this Republican? Is Who this? is this 1974 Nigga, Republican? Right. <laughs> Ghetto hyena. <laughs> Ghetto hyena. <laughs> that, that's some that's some J. Edgar Hoover shit, man. Hey, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Is bro? Ghetto hyena. He can't say nigga no more, bro. Take nigga yeah, he, away yeah, from Willard. Yeah, nigga is revoked. He really Willard. is a Willard. You are not Will. You are Willard like a motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Isn't that Mitt Romney's name? Isn't Mitt Romney a Willard? He this motherfucker is Mitt Romney. He ain't a Will. He a Mitt. <laughs> he a Mitt. Mitt Smith, nigga. On one page of talking about having so much sex that he disgusted himself, he used the following phrases. Rampant sexual discourse constitutionally disagreeable and a psychosomatic reaction. Talking about pussy. <laughs> what is wrong with you, bro? I see it's a weird wife. phobia to have, bro. It's why... a weird phobia to have. <laughs> I, I, I see why Jada ain't fucking with that man, dog. This man sounds, dog. he don't sound just crazy. He sounds crazy. That is a crazy way to talk about that situation. <laughs> Said a ghetto hyena. I ain't never heard no shit. Hey, did you see the motherfucking off? Uh, did you see the Jada Smith t- uh, uh, tweet about Will's book where she called that man Will Smith <laughs> in the tweet? No, it's like, Congratulations, no. Will Smith. <laughs> no. I was like, God damn, she does not fuck with you at all, my dude. No, she did it. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. She called that man Will Smith in the congratulation tweet. They roommates, bro. They ain't slept in the same bed in about 12 years, dog. That's crazy. Yeah. There's a there's a quote not long after the, the quote we were just talking about, about him and Jada early in their relationship that's kind of fucked up too, bro. It's just a weird... Just be rich. You know what I mean? Just be rich and don't tell us about how, like, you know, let us think that your life is cool because you're rich. Hold on. Let me get this shit back up. This is fucking crazy. You, but you made a good point, though, in the group chat. You were saying if somebody, wouldn't they quit if they was really, like, mentally stable at, like, 10, 20 mil? You know what I mean? This and was, just uh, enjoy I know, that? I, 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 know, I know Tyler and I both watched a lot of uh, Conan O'Brien's show when we were uh, growing up, and he's talked about this. I, I've always really liked him because he's like, a, he's serious about being silly, which I feel like is a good way of describing my life aesthetic. <laughs> but mm. on his podcast, he's talked a lot about like dealing with his own anxiety and stuff. And it's, it, he's talked a lot of like with Will, Will Ferrell and like a lot of other people that I find really funny. Um, he actually had Kevin Hart on and I'm not a Kevin Hart fan either. And their conversation about this subject was fascinating but it is like if you did not have a bottomless need to be approved and to get external validation, you would never make it to a point where any of us have ever heard of you because you would end up with a job in a writer's room making $120,000 a year and you'd be like, cool, this is great. I don't need mm. to go bomb in front of strangers and go through all this shit you have to go through to reach that certain level of fame. Like you just reach a level and be satisfied there. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing we we're talking about with like the Williams sisters, right? Like you're either, there's something in you that's taking you all the way up or you're going to reach a level and you're not going to want to keep like- making your life harder when you have enough money to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Will Smith clearly from birth was one of the dudes who it was always, always needed more. You know what I mean? To the extent that even now when they own like a billion dollars of property in Southern California. You know what I mean? They're still 
like, well, we have to tell people. We have to sell these books. We have to tell people. He has to tell people that they were having. He was having sex with Jada four times a day when they first started going out for four months because he was determined to sexually satisfy her. Like, you don't have to tell us that. You're already rich. Like, made, people embarrass themselves to get the money you already have, bro. Like, you, you, right. Dude, you made sex. Okay, Jada Pinkett. Her, it was like Jada and Nia Long back in the day. You know what I'm saying? It was like Jada and Nia. You feel me? And you and you ruined it, bro. How do you ruin that? You know what I'm saying? Like, where you make you make that sound like a job? Like, sound like you got to clock in to be Jada Jada Pinkett's husband or or or, or significant other? That's wild, bro. Yeah, he does not make this shit sound fun at all. Life at That's all. Crazy, crazy. I don't crazy. get it. John, you had a tweet that I wanted to discuss. I wanted to get some takes off on your tweet. <laughs> oh, I love how you're making fun of me, low-key. Yeah. I low-key want to hug you because it's fun to mock me on these things. <laughs> well, but I also – I do also agree. You and I are in the same marriage in this regard. But yeah. you tweet – let me – I'm trying to find the actual tweet. You tweeted – I did some tweeting this past week. I was actually on Twitter. Having a baby will get you on Twitter because you have a lot of downtime in between things. Or, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, you said, okay, the worst part of being married is how constantly right wives are. <laughs> you say you haven't been on the right side of an argument since summer. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate, please. Okay, this is the thing, bro. And, 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 and it's motherfuckers that say, like, you know, you know, just shut up and listen. You know what I mean? Like, first off, I'm glad my wife is my wife because ain't nobody talking to a nigga like that. Jesus Christ, you feel me? But the thing is this, you know what I'm saying? I think that I think it's part. I think it's partly, you know, what I mean, I'm just selfish. I've been thinking about myself for 20 fucking years. You know what I mean? And we're socialized in that way, where men go out, so they wild oats, focus on them, get themselves right, and then find a wife, right? But thinking about yourself when building a family, being selfish or inconsiderate in any way is always wrong. So and when, my wife is brilliant. Like she's, her brilliance is published. Motherfuckers write, I've literally written articles about how brilliant she is. You know what I'm saying? Two master's degrees, fucking top 50 in her industry, all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's not intellectually where we have the issue. It's the fact that like, she's always, I've always th I've thought about myself most of my life and she's thought about, thought about others most of her life. And there's probably a bigger societal issue there. You know what I'm saying? Where she didn't have the space to think about herself. But when it comes to building, creating a family, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, if, if I'm going to keep being wrong if I'm, if I'm not more considerate and less selfish. You know what I mean? Whenever I'm moving from that place, I'm always going to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, that's that's where I think, and I think that's a, that's not an uncommon thing in, in, in marriages between men and women. You know, so where the man is thinking about himself and the wife is constantly not. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I I need I I've had to work on that I've been working on that but if I'm keeping if I continue thinking like that of course I'm gonna be wrong motherfucker I should if I, I can't make any decisions with just <laughs> me in mind you know what I'm saying zero decisions like that so so it's I I, I said it in a funny way on Twitter but there's some real but shit but it's serious it. it's, it's a serious. no it's a yeah for oh, sure there's some serious shit behind it you know what I'm saying like I'm tired of being wrong you know what I'm saying well if I don't want to be wrong no more then I need to move from a place that's less selfish and more considerate. I win three or four arguments with Shar a year, 
And I will give you an example of the argument that I won yesterday that I'm going to have to stretch out till probably February, which is <laughs> she thought that Bart and Lisa Simpson were in fourth and third grade. And I was like, no, no, they're in Lisa's fourth in and second grade. Yeah, Lisa's in second. Thank yeah. you, Tyler. <laughs> and so she thought, but she's so used to being right, she pulled her phone out and Googled it. You know, she was like, well, Mike is saying this to me. He must be wrong. And I was like, this is one subject I'm very confident I know more about than you. And I'm going to have to see it. I'm going to have to make that stretch till Valentine's Day, bro, because I'm not going to win another one. The, thing, the things that I'm right, the things that I'm right about. She's going to be like, well, you know, she's going to be like talking about the balance between our kids having downtime versus doing activities. And I'm going to be like, you thought Lisa was in. Right, right. <laughs> the, 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 the things, the things that I'm right about are usually when I'm uplifting her, when I'm like, nigga, you are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, these are the things that I'm, that's why I'm usually right in our disagreements. We agree that the vast majority of the time, but yeah, when right. it comes up, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, when it, especially intellectually, you know what I'm saying? Like we agree on a lot of the same shit. She wouldn't have married me if I was stupid. <laughs> she way too smart for that. You know what I mean? She couldn't have been around me. She is that smart. Well, I could, you know what I mean? I, I would have bored the shit out of her. You feel me? But the thing, but, but more than that is like, you know, just, you know, us, yeah, her just being so much more considerate and always have been that way. And in like in a living space, when you're sharing spaces with her, when you have a child involved and you're making decisions, if you're thinking from from a place that that how, how I used to think, how I used to think, which I you know my default, you know what I'm saying, is going to be wrong. I feel like I went I went a good share of of the. the you're you're a very considerate, unselfish human being, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think that thing. might play a part. I also know when to pick my hold up. Nope, no. Nope. I also know I don't do that on everything, right? Uh, there's a lot of times when when she has an opinion or, or or an idea, and I'm like, okay, that's a good idea. Let's go with that. You know what I mean? So I'm not a dude that's pushing back on every fucking thing. It doesn't have to be my way all the time. But the times where I do, I'm usually right. I'll say that. This is the thing, though, Tyler. You the one that said get her the motherfucking chairs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you put a lot of it in perspective. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you mm -hmm. approach. Life. I think also like, like, well, I was I was the older brother. I was the oldest. I got my way. You know what I mean? Right. And and, and my it was you know what I'm saying. I, I I was the oldest. I got my way. People looked at me almost like a parent. My like my my a lot of my right. siblings say I'm the closest thing they had to a dad. You feel me? So I, I'm considered in ways where I'm like money, shit like that. You know all. But when it comes to like everyday shit, and it's not about just giving somebody money. Or letting somebody, you know what I'm saying? It's about time. It's about energy. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm moving, and, I, and a lot of times I'm moving away. That's like it's my way. This is how I've always moved. That's that shit out the window, nigga. That shit dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> how I always move ain't how you can move when you when you got a whole ass child and a wife in the house. You feel what I'm saying? And so that's the biggest that difference. That devil dead. That that, that devil gone, boy. That, that devil, devil dead, boy. <laughs> you know that devil dead. But uh, <laughs> but see how you instantly went to that really good country accent because you a country yeah. nigga. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's how Willard ain't got that. But no, nah, I'm just Willard saying, like, yeah, I can't, I can't. If I'm moving like that, it's a rap, G. You know what I'm saying? And I and, 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 mm -hmm. and it, it's. It's unfortunate that women don't have space to be more selfish, at least growing up. They're always navigating spaces that aren't their own. You know, they aren't designed for them. You know what I'm saying? As a man, I have a certain level of privilege. And it's obvious, you know, in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a nigga, so I got to move in a particular way. But I have a, there's a lot of spaces that, 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 I, that I can move in the way that I like to move. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, as a woman, like in an industry that's predominantly males, you know what I'm saying? Growing up how she grew up, 
she was always forced to think about other people. And, you know, that's great for families, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. But, yeah, it, it's been great as far as, like, you know, building a family. And I just don't have that. And, and that's unfortunate, too. So I think that we have to find a balance of how we're, you know, socialized as humans. We're like, you know what I'm saying? Women should have the space to be selfish, you know? And I and it shouldn't always be my way or the highway when I'm young because I'm a man. I can go out and do what the fuck I want to do. That ain't it, nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? We build a, we making a lot of bad husbands and dads doing that shit. And even if you're in the house, just more than that, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it, you know like the, the, the everyday shit and dealing with kids and wives, you know what I'm saying? We got to have some give, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And there's, there was, and there was, somebody said this, which was really smart. My dad, my stepdad said, you can either be right um, he said, he said, what, what, y'all know the quote. He said, you could, you could you be, can right be right or, or you could be happy. But somebody elaborated on that. He said, you can be right or you can be happy and you can easily be both yesterday in the comments. And that's, and I think that's the thing We're like, it's not just about, you know, like happy wife, happy life. You know what I'm saying? It's about compromising, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so, and, and we're not built like that. And, and that's, and that's fucked up when it comes to, you know, later in life. It's it's egos play a part in this too because I have no problem being wrong about shit, right? Like if 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 Summer's right about some shit, I'm like, oh wow, okay, you were right, I yeah. was wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he fucking in, you know what I mean? So th- there's a big part of that too. A lot of uh, men, especially ego. You know, that's like, a wild, rare. Yeah. That's a wild, rare fucking perspective to have. And I I found like everything about my life got easier in my mid twenties when I was like, you know what? If I approach every situation like I have something to learn from the other mm-hmm. person I'm talking to. And I welcome new information. We were talking about that with the Isaiah Stewart thing. I corrected my stupid tweet I put up about he didn't want to fight because my homie hit me up and he was like, no, that dude wanted to fight. And I was like, okay, she, you know him. (laughs) I'm not out here like, well, I tweeted it, so it must be right. You know, but I do think, think, and I don't think it's necessarily people's fault. I do think that's the default stance of the human brain. Like that cognitive dissonance is a motherfucker. We see it on Twitter. I committed on this. You see it on Twitter, but you do see that in real life, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, we can't change the way we do this at work because this is the way that I had to learn to do it, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, that holds so many aspects of humanity back. Like, there's people who think that we should continue to charge people $200,000 to go to college because they had to pay $200,000 to go right. to college. How does that make any sense? Sick, sick, <laughs> sick, sick. But, yeah, man, yes, that ego, bro. that ego is here. Like, that ego is – can really get in the way of a lot of shit. But yeah, I mean, all right. I have one last topic. I, there's a theme of this show and I don't know what it was, but I feel like I'm, it's my job to figure it out. But like everything in this show we've talked about is 10% related to each other. I haven't figured out what the theme is, but I want to end by talking about Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Did y'all see that tweet I said? Yes. Oh my God. The tweet that. I see it. What did it say? No, it didn't say nothing. It, it was an image, and it was oh oh the picture of him behind the steering wheel, no, you know, looking yeah. like a devil. No, it wasn't it was looking like a no, devil. Was, we call a lot of people devils. No. That's that's the big beef. Of the show. It's you know, in the there. That's part of it. Devil. But there's also something about relationships and love and violence, and I haven't quite figured out what, how it all comes together. No, it was a, it was an image of what it looks like having sex with him, <laughs> and it's so bro. You got hey, go to go to the group. It's chat. just Look him making shit. a. It's just him making a, <laughs> a face. What, what Kim? What Kim Kardashian sees when she has sex? No. <laughs> like, bro, this is and it's. <laughs> 
that motherfucker that, that dude. Yeah. Right before listen, he barbs on her after he ejaculates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it seems a lot of people are confused by it, but I mean, he's... I, it, there seems to be a, a fucking... <laughs> there is a big, you know debate on if he's attractive or not but you know the motherfucker's funny he seems like a good time sometimes that's all women want bro it's that fucking simple he, i mean i can imagine after after especially after getting out of a relationship with kanye well, she, ain't, she ain't laughed in two and a half years dog <laughs> right 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 i mean the motherfucker who's you know silly and, and carefree like that's got to be a breath of fresh air bro the 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 tweet that i wanted to talk about that's exactly right is what you guys just mentioned everyone's saying like this doesn't make any sense you know or just posting pictures of the two of them like how does this make sense and everyone's saying if you're funny enough no one's out of your league and that is mm. the truest fucking shit in history bro because yeah. i know i'm out of my weight class <laughs> I, I told y'all what, and I, it's for that exact reason i told bro. y'all what the nurses were saying you know part of right. it was this pimping, as i told you she don't love me she love this pimping. <laughs> secondly you know what i mean it's that you know if you if you around somebody that keeps you laughing you're gonna want to stay around them. you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's, exactly. it's, it's, it's I mean, it's, it's really simple. If you, if you having fun with somebody, why would you not want to do that constantly? And I think that's it, bro. I love being around people I have fun with, you know what I'm saying? And that's all it is. Well, you just I, said, think about what her life has been like the last couple of years. And I would tell you, we, we've discussed this in the group chat, but you take your kid to target by yourself and you're playing with the kid and like laughing and having fun, miserable married women will literally just come up to you and be like, I wish my husband did this. You know what I mean? (laughs) If you catch someone in a tough enough home situation and you make them laugh or smile, it's like you are like a ray of heaven or something (laughs) to them. And I am sure that's what this is for for her. She's like, this dude just wants to like giggle and tell jokes and have me meet his friends. And he doesn't want anyone to take pictures of me or be weird. Like he just wants to have fun and relax. (laughs) Like sounds great. (laughs) Two thumbs up. Listen, bro. Listen, bro, I, I seen that pic of them out on a pajama pants date. I was like, oh, they in love. Oh, bro. Like, like, when you, that's yeah, when you step out in the double pajama pants, yeah, that's love. Hey, Kanye out here, you embarrassing me what you got on. She like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And she out there just throwing shit on, having fun with somebody. Totally different energy, dog. Totally different energy. So, yeah. She married her mom with Kanye. You said you what? You know what I mean? Yeah. She married her mom with Kanye. That, like, that, that, was, a, that, was, a, that was a power couple decision. That was like, we going, we, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's that, that was that someone that doesn't have a someone that very specifically does not have a plan probably yeah, yeah. seems like fucking an oasis to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She might Bring be tired of over. niggas. We'll too, watch man. cartoons. She might you know be tired I mean? of niggas, man. <laughs> she, might, <laughs> she might be tired of niggas. She see how Chloe getting done out here. You know what I'm saying? That nigga Travis Scott ain't the best example. You know what I mean? Kanye whooped Kanye was on that bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So like she's like, look, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ruin a white man now. <laughs> <laughs> ruin a white. <laughs> all right, uh, that, I believe that's all. I we didn't figure out what the theme was. You know, get at us. I I'm gonna know. ruin a different devil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's oh, Jenkins man. and Jones. Thanks for fucking with us. We'll be back on Thursday. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.